Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Daring Podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 5th, and we're super excited about today's guest because she is one of our speakers at our upcoming Dare to Aspire conference, Dr. Felicia Phillips. So, yay, where's my applause? <laughs> Now, for those of you who don't know, who might not know, um, the Daring Podcast, we've been on for many years. We've interviewed celebrities, authors, women and moms, um, entrepreneurs, you know, women that are really doing a great thing, and we love to share their influence and advice and tips with our listening audience. So please make sure you get a pad and a piece of paper, because today we're going to be talking about minority supplier, and um, just what it takes to become certified. Now, I wanted to make sure that everybody knows, you know, the ninth, I can't believe I'm saying number nine, but the ninth Dare to Aspire conference is in Atlanta, Saturday, June 15th. I mean, it's going to be amazing. We're honoring, you know, so many women, um, the former first lady of Atlanta, um, and we're honoring um, just a lot of women. You've got to check it out. Check out the website at d2aspire.com. Also have a great selection of speakers, vendor booths. If you've been to our conference, you know how we do. An intimate affair, but the impact is powerful. Okay, so I want to um, introduce our esteemed guest. So Dr. Felicia Phillips is a master business strategist and president of the U.S. Business Women's Network. Her award-winning agency, PPICW, is headquartered in the ATL and is focused on helping diverse business and corporations with their supplier diversity and diversity and inclusion initiatives. And she's going to talk more about that. She's a 29-year serial entrepreneur. I mean, she's been featured in numerous magazines and newspapers, um, the Huffington Post, Atlanta Journal and Constitution, um, just so many things. And what what I love about um, Dr. Felicia is, and I'll keep saying Dr. Felicia, and I'll tell you why <laughs> during the show, but one of the things I love is she's a bona fide entrepreneur. You know, she's received the Phoenix Award from the former city of Atlanta mayor, Kasim Reed, um, the 2015 Connector Award, the 2016 Influence Her Award. Um, she's been Supplier of the Year and – She's been recognized in Who's Who in Black Atlanta. So I'm so excited. She's going to be our, one of our speakers at the 2019 Dare to Aspire Saturday, June 15th. And I hope you got your tickets because we're going to get a taste of what she's going to be talking about. So let me introduce Dr. Felicia Phillips. Hello. How are you? Thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited. Oh, we are excited. And because time flies, I want to jump right in. So, again, thank you so much because I know you're super busy, Dr. Felicia. So tell us um, in your words, like, I know I said 29-year entrepreneur, but what made you want to be an entrepreneur? 
So if, if you read, if, you, if anybody ever goes to my website, it's something on there that says entrepreneurship is in my DNA. I um, was never raised around anyone going to a quote-unquote nine-to-five. Everyone around me, because I grew up uh, with my dad's brothers, my uncles, and my father, who were all entrepreneurs, but not only them, uh, my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, and my maternal great-grandmother were also entrepreneurs. So here I am, you know, a little girl in a family of entrepreneurs. I knew at eight years old that I was going to own my own business. Now, of course, at eight, you don't know what that's going to be, but it was something in me that knew this was my path. Wow, very good. Love it. So it's in your DNA. Now, you are a PhD, and I've been saying doctor, doctor, doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, let's talk about, you know, the road to a a PhD, an MD, you know, any higher level education is always a journey. It's a commitment and a personal commitment. Um, Mine is in philosophy. It's from um, the Trinity International University And, you know, it was uh, just something I wanted to do. And so I was very honored to receive it from them. And I tell you, a degree just like entrepreneurship takes commitment. And you said 29 years. 29 years is a long time. And as I was listening to you read the bio, I thought about how I have not taken the time to really um, bask in that, if you will, Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're always looking to the next. And I literally walked out of my parents' house at at the age of 17, enrolled in Georgia State University, and quickly realized that I did not want to work two full-time jobs and go to school full-time. So I ended up starting my business uh, because I was at a point, I was at a crossroad, even at that age of 18, that this just can't be all that is there for me. And so there was an angel that was put in my pathway um, once I made the decision to move forward with my business, which was at that time a durable medical equipment business. And um, this lady helped me to get to a conference where I could get on my feet, get my business started. And so by the time I was 20 years old, I was making six figures. Now, here's something that I learned uh, because I was young. I did not have uh, any coaches, if you will. I didn't have uh, any uh, real mentors that I could check in with all the time. But I had my family, and they were there when I needed them. Uh, My uncles helped me to get my first computer and all the tools that I needed to run my business. But uh, I'm a salesperson, a natural-born salesperson, and what ended up happening is the business outgrew me, and I ended up having to Mm. sell it. And Mm. growing up, my father uh, owned a real, he owned a a construction company, and one of the things I learned from him was my work ethic. Um, He didn't care about me being a girl. Uh, I remember at a very young age, if you were out of school, you were going to work. And I went to work with him. And, you know, we would be laying uh, towel and sheetrock and painting and, you know, helping my father. And that work ethic has lasted me all this time. It's, you know, I, I once heard Will Smith say, you know, you might be smarter than me, but you won't outwork me. You have to be persistent. Um, You have to be committed. You have to know, you know, I always tell people when I work with them, and they say, you know, this journey is so hard. 
and I can't do it. You know, maybe I need to quit. I always say you can go home and cry in the shower, get you a good night's sleep, but when you wake up in the morning, you start over. That's right. That's right. Wow, I love it. We're talking with Dr. Felicia Phillips. Now, I want to jump into what exactly does it mean to be a minority supplier? Because a lot of our listeners, as well as people that attend the conference, are women and moms in business. So can we talk about what that means and how? what are the benefits of that? Absolutely. I'm so glad that we're actually having this conversation because there are a lot of small businesses out here who are not um, educated or informed about the benefits of being a certified minority business enterprise or being a women, a certified woman-owned company. Um, And there are two certification organizations that I'm going to talk about for um, the sake of time today. One is the National Minority Supplier Diversity Council. Uh, The other is WeBank. And uh, WeBank um, does the woman-owned. NMSDC does the uh, minority business enterprise. And so what that means for you, three things I can wrap that up in is, one is you're getting access. And that's something we all need as small business owners. Sometimes you you just need a leg up, you know, that you can get into the door and you can talk to someone or maybe you can get an introduction. You know, the thing that we need most are relationships and resources. I can tell you that's what kept me in business. And having my certification has given me that access to supplier diversity professionals. And also the next thing will be the networking and the strategic partnerships that are, are available to you. You know, you get the opportunity to really get a great um, idea of where your business can go with this certification. And then they also offer you the training opportunities, uh, educational opportunities. They have uh, conferences and expos that you can take a part in so that you can get access. Say, for your instance, you have a product and you want to get that product in Kroger or maybe you want to get it in Target. This certification is the first step. It doesn't guarantee you a contract, but it does help you to be qualified to get your foot in the door. You know, and you are dropping some gems, and I love it because a lot of people always say, I want my product in Walmart or, like you said, Kroger. You know, what does it take? And they have this information. So tell us more, like, Okay, you're a woman-owned business right now. You're sitting down at, at your computer listening to the to the interview. What what are some things we can do to get you know certified? Oh, okay, you know, great question. What are some next so here's steps? the thing. <laughs> there's a process, right? Just like it's a it was a process <laughs> for you to start your business. There's a process to getting yep. a certification. So there's going to be some necessary documentation, which I'm going to talk about at your conference. Um, that you'll need to start to pull together. You're going to need those financial statements. You're going to need your balance sheet, your profit and loss statement. Um, You're going to need, you know, all of your information where you file with the Secretary of State, your articles of incorporation, your meeting minutes, and the list can go on. Um, So the first thing I would tell you is to really begin to look at the foundation of your business. Look at, do I have my my paperwork in order? Have I filed everything correctly? You know, this will be the time that if you need to get your financial uh, situation in order so that you can present the necessary documents, now's the time to do that if you're looking at becoming certified. 
Yeah, and that you know what you hit you hit the nail on the hand or how they say it the head on the hammer or whatever because you're right that paperwork is so important it's so important and people often skip that area so again make sure you come to Dare to Aspire because we're not giving all the goodies away she's going to talk about the details of what it takes in the documentation but can you just touch on can you define what a supplier is because a lot of times just terms. And people say, you know what, I'm, I'm embarrassed, but I didn't know what that meant. So can you define what a supplier Absolutely. is? So the supplier is that small business. So you as a supplier, you're taking your product or your service to a large corporation. This corporation could be anybody from a Coca-Cola to a Delta Airlines to, like I said, Target or a TJ Maxx. And you're saying that one you have the wherewithal, meaning you have the financial capability, uh, you have the supply to meet the demand, so your supply chain is intact, and that you can supply them and be a part of their supply chain, meaning the supply chain is what gets your product to the end customer. Love it. Supply chain, excellent. Now, in terms of getting certified, I guess we'll talk about more of that at, at the conference, the details that it takes, but what else does it mean? Like, I want to make sure we're letting our listeners know it's, it's like, really crucial to do this because, you know, you can share from your experience. Like, to get that certification will, like you said, there are no guarantees, but it's like, so important. It, you know, I like what people say. It's kind of like a golden ticket, if you will. But you have to be mm-hmm. careful, you know, when you say that because some people think, you know, I've gone through all this. I've got my certification. Um, you know, where's my contract? Here's the thing. You still got <laughs> You still have to show up. You still have to show that you can perform. You still have to show, you know, how do you develop the product? What is it? What goes into it? You know, are there other vendors that you have to get uh, supplies or materials from in order to produce that product? What happens if that particular um, supplier or resource goes out of business? Then what? You know, these are questions that mm. you're going to have to be able to answer because you have to think about it. If they're saying, okay, we want to do business with you, we want to put you on the shelf, they want to know that if they put you in 300 stores or 500 stores or 2,800 stores, that's not going to drive you out of business. And you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with that company as to what your capacity is. You know, what are you capable of providing and doing? And so, you know, we all have big dreams. We want to get our products and services out there. But what I like to do when I'm working with a client, those are the things that I like to go through because, you know, a lot of times when we're creating something at home or in our kitchen, supply chain is not one of the things that we think of. But you have to because when that company makes a commitment through a contract, um, they want to know that you can deliver, and they're not in for excuses. Wow, you heard it here. We are chatting with Dr. Felicia Phillips. She's a master business strategist. She coaches also. So if you're thinking, hey, you know, I want to see her, meet her, I want to learn more, um, make sure you're there Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, June 15th. She's going to be there live and 
direct for questions and talking more about supply chain management and just the importance of getting certified. Now, let's talk about your business, okay? So you've been in business for many years, and a lot of people sometimes have challenges and struggles, but can you share with us maybe one or two things that as a businesswoman you have challenges that you faced? Oh, sure. You know, my business is no different than a lot of businesses. And, I, and I'll share this, too, uh, not just with my businesses, but I've worked with from startups to companies that are several hundred million. And one thing that we all face is access to capital. You know, you, you, know, you hear the saying, other people's money, right? So yeah. you want to have access to be able to grow and expand your business, you know, as you uh, develop your strategic plan. It should be something in there about growth. And guess what? The number one thing you're going to need to do that is capital. So capital is always an issue. And then um, good at finding the right employees. You know, as you grow and build your business, you know, no empire is built alone. You have to have a team that is committed to the vision that you have put before the company. And so you have to uh, be astute enough to understand that as a CEO, you, there is a culture within each of our businesses, no matter how big or small they are. And as you bring on new team members, uh, which can be difficult, you have to make sure that they understand the vision and the goal of the company and how you serve your customers. How you serve your you. These are some gems. I keep telling you guys, <laughs> this is very, very good advice and powerful. But at the same time, you know, you're a wife, you're a mom, and everybody always asks this question, so I'm sure you've probably heard this question about balance. Like, how hmm. do you balance everything and still run and travel, you know, here, there? How do you do it? Um, so the first thing I did was – yeah, I, the first thing I did was release myself from everybody saying that there's something called balance. Here's the thing. As mm. a, a business owner, as a wife, as a mother, you know, I'm a daughter, a sister, we're all so many things. There is no such thing as balance. How can you have balance when no two days are alike? I cannot tell you the two days that I have had that have been just alike as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. So what I had to do was to learn how to set boundaries because if you don't make people respect your business, honor your business, they will not. They will impede on your time. They will impede on your resources. And so with boundaries, also I learned to set priorities, knowing what's important to me and then communicating that to my family, which means, guess what, we have to have shared calendars because I have to travel have to go to clients, have to sit down and talk with my husband and share my vision because he is a part of the team, even though he has a nine-to-five. What he does gives me the comfortability to take risk because, mm. you know, sometimes we forget, you know, we're out here and it's all about, you know, I want to do this and I want to grow this business and build it into this, you know, grandiose brand. But what you forget is, if you're not communicating your dreams and visions to your family, they're going to feel left out. They're going to feel that you're not paying them any attention. And what do we know about babies and children and even husbands when you don't pay them attention? They act out. 
So you've got to <laughs> communicate and set those priorities, set those boundaries so that everybody can understand that what you're doing is not just a benefit to you, but it is a benefit to us as a family as whole. And that is what I found that has helped me. I love it. We are live with Dr. Felicia Phillips, and as you know, this is recorded, so you can, when, we, when we're done, we always send out the link, you share it with your friends, and, you know, she's really dropping some nuggets. And, you know, Felicia, I thought about this. I said, Master Business Strategist, I love the title, but what what does that mean? So here's what it means. It means that, you know, although I've, I've gone to school, my experience is hands-on. Um, I have invested in companies, uh, logistics, uh, technology, consumer products. I've taken products to market. Um, I have the reference point, if you will. You know, a lot of times people, and there's nothing wrong with this, you know, I say to each his own, people will go and take a course, and because they took a course, you know, they think that qualifies them to be a business coach. Here's what I believe, and this is my opinion solely. I believe that you need to run a business in order to teach someone how to run a business. Because if you don't have a reference point, if you have not experienced anything, if you have not failed at anything and then lift, lifted yourself up, right, and rebuilt that, that empire, uh, you have not lived. You, have not, you haven't been in business. And there's no qualifier to help you to for you to help someone else. What the people the the entities that work with me, whether they're corporate entities, whether they're small businesses, here's what they know. I've been there and I've done it. Been there and done and it. And that's what matters. And that is what my and you said it so well. If you've not lived through the ups and the downs, the failures, the successes, I couldn't agree with you more. Um and speaking of agreeing with you and advice, what can you share maybe something or something you know now after a lot of years in business, you know, working with all levels, something you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out, you know, that aspiring entrepreneur, that new entrepreneur, you're like, you know what, I wish I could share. I, you know, I wish I knew this. Let me share it with you. Do you have one yeah. thing or two things? Yeah, you know, here, here's the, the biggest thing is to surround yourself with people that are where you want to be because they're going to be able to reduce your learning curve, right, to make the introductions and help you to build the relationships that you need to get uh, to where you want to be in that vision that you have for yourself and your business. They're going to help you to accomplish those goals, and they're going to give you those nuggets of wisdom that you need in um, times when you're not sure or you may even feel depressed. I mean, that happens in business. I always say that, you know, entrepreneurship is the most faith-based journey you will ever take. It will lift you up to the clouds, and it will slam you down so hard that you feel that you cannot get up and continue on. And so that's what I would have told my younger self um, in going into entrepreneurship. I like that you said that, faith-based. It really is when you think about entrepreneurship. You know what? I always laugh, you know, not laugh, but I'm always like, huh, when everybody's like, I'm a boss, hashtag, I'm a boss. Like, it's like that's the fun part, yeah, to say that you're a boss and all this, but it's there's so much more to being a boss 
been just that. It, it has its valleys and its peaks. And I think you mm-hmm. said it very well, very well. We Thank are you. talking with Dr. Felicia Phillips, and she's a master business strategist. We have about six more minutes left, so I do want to get in a couple more questions. So All right. what inspires you? What inspires you? Oh, my goodness. What inspires me are my children. They are two entrepreneurs. And so, you know, they're oh, wow. uh, 20, 20 and 23. Um, one is in college and running an online business, and um, the other is, runs a full-time. Um, she's a professional makeup artist. She's doing film, uh, television, and commercials. And when I look at them, they are truly my inspiration. I'm smiling right now just thinking about it because, we don't realize as mothers, as we are building our businesses, one of the things that I did was include them all along the way. You know, I was doing a festival, uh, if I was taking a product to market, you know, they've been involved in every aspect, and they are truly my inspiration. Wow, that is that is really nice. That is just really nice. Now, we have to talk about MogulCon. Your event. She's going to be in Atlanta Saturday, June 15th, but she also does her own thing. So can you just share what it is and when it is for our listeners? Absolutely. So, you know, MogulCon is like, even with you, you know the feeling, you know, it's like birthing a kid. Uh, (laughs) MogulCon is my baby. It's a three-day experience for if you're a CEO of your own company, if you're a founder, innovator, if you're a blogger. it is very different in the fact that last year we were laughing. It is very much a family now, and we have grown tremendously. We're expecting about 300 women-owned businesses. What I do each year is to bring cutting-edge information, things like how artificial intelligence are, is affecting us as small business owners. Um, I also uh, created the CEO Learning Hub this year. Because what happens when you go to a conference like MogulCon, we give you tons and tons of information, and then it's like you leave and it's like, where do I start? So we created a CEO Learning Hub so that you can go in there in the evenings and afternoons, and we'll have experts there to help you implement into your business what you learned at the conference. But you know what? We also have a good time. So at night, we have what we call Moguls After Dark where we're bringing in um, a particular podcast called Kinky Conversations. And this year we're going to talk about, you know, for us as African-American women, our hair is everything, right? And so in Kinky Conversations, what we're going to talk about is how our men, how in in business and various platforms, how we are viewed and what people say about us and our hair. And so we're going to also do our famous karaoke night, which is so much fun. I mean, we really get into that and people dress up. (laughs) But it is about really, this is a place where you could find your next co-founder. This is a place where you can find your accountability partner. And this is a place where you build your empire. Wow, I love it. Now, when is the, tell us, like, how much are tickets, the date? Tickets are, are, um, so, so you can oh, go, go to mogul, M-O-G-U-L-C-O-N dot com. The tickets are only two forty seven, unless you want to upgrade to what we call our very important mogul pass. Uh, we also do an expo on Saturday that you can take a part of. And this year, we're honoring some amazing women in business that 
are in our community and nationwide. And we do that that Saturday night, October 26th, when we do the Mogul Awards. So the official date is October 24th through the 26th. We're going to be at the Atlanta Perimeter Center Marriott, which is a beautifully uh, owned hotel. And it's also a minority-owned hotel. So we're extremely proud to be there. Oh, I love it. Wow, let's give an applause for that. That is, you know, great. Now, we're so excited. Like I said, we've been chatting with um, Dr. Felicia Phillips. And I'll quickly tell you all why I always use the word doctor. One, one minute. Okay, so my mom is a Ph.D. And during that time, it was very, very hard for African-American women, and a lot of times they weren't recognized. And there were some people that didn't want to recognize my mom and say doctor in front of her name, and she was a PhD, 100%. And so I saw that. So anytime I see a woman and a woman of color that's a doctor, I make sure I say doctor all the time. Oh, so, I love <laughs> that. I love that. And kudos to your mom. Well, oh, thank you. So, again, I can't wait to see you. Share your Instagram. We have about one minute left. Share your Instagram and how people can, can just connect with you. Absolutely. It's super easy. It's I am, D-R for Dr. Phillips, P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S, and I am on all social media platforms at I am Dr. Phillips. And you can go to my website, FeliciaPhillips.com, and you can send me a message there, and I'd be happy to connect with you. Wow, this has been an amazing show. I can't wait to see you Saturday, June 15th. I think it's going to be amazing. You're going to drop some a lot of information. Our attendees are going to be pleased, and I can't wait. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you and for having we'll me. It was truly soon. an honor. Yes. Thank see you, you Saturday. Have a, yes, see you Saturday. And thank you to all our listeners. We love you. We'll be back with another podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And we got feedback from the last podcast with Candace, the PR expert. It was amazing. Keep downloading the, the podcast. Thank you, and we'll see you at Dare to Aspire. Happy Wednesday. Bye.